This is an art attack. This is an arc analysis. This is an art attack. Oh, I said it wrong. This okay. is arc analysis. I'll say it right at some point. Listen, we told you we'd be back with more sync, and we're back with more sync. Volume two, Blood and Rain. Good word. Blood and Rain, written by John Lee, drawn by Alex Cormack, published by Comics Tribe. Volume two. If you've been listening, you kind of understand what this world is about. It is a city in the descent of madness. Everywhere you turn, everywhere you peek around, there's something brutal, heinous, violent, blood-soaked going on that you really can't escape it. And arguably, this may be my favorite issue, issue number six, because it kind of shows you how dark this world is. Damn it. I'm saying damn it because you, you, you beat me to the punch because it's a silent issue. You know I love my silent issues. You no know I love my silent issues. I love it's, those issues with no words that just kind of... It's silent, us... but, but sound. It yeah. it rains, and the artwork with the rain is fantastic. Cool. Um, and in previous in the previous episode we talked about Sync, there is a method to how they panel and the artwork happens. Like You get to understand a bit about the character in a normal setting with normal paneling before it breaks into... The decline, this is no. You get like a pair of eyes closed and it's normal and then opens and utter fear. The entire yeah. book is broken down into, I guess, what the feverish life of being a blood-soaked, gas-driven, psychedelic, psycho clown would be. Yeah. You're, you're, yeah, something, you're, your clowns are back in this issue. Yes. You love your clowns. Um, I don't. They scare <laughs> me. And this is the book that they freaked me into running away from blue bands that I didn't see anywhere. And it opens, it, like you said, it opens with a woman being, I guess, trying to be converted by the clowns. Yeah. Like she's right in the midst of it. They they open with her slash. They open with them slashing her cheeks and putting the and trying to get that nose on her, and she fights her way out. And the rest of the issue is the rest of the issue is where it goes from there because she does initially break free and but, we have our story develop right but breaking free in Doesn't this yeah. in this world is a different level of breaking free it's uh it's maybe the most beautiful looking issue as well because it's so creepy um yeah. the way that they pay attention to the line strokes of the rain like i've never seen rain drawn like this because they use white spaces to do the water and it's all night, so it's black spaces inhabiting the background, and the characters just pop even more on top of it. Yeah. And going back to the amazing use of red, oh my gosh. And she's yeah. just constantly bleeding every time you see her. That even, like, bystanders are like, what's going on with this chick over here? Yeah. Yeah, the only the only sounds you hear, or I guess read in this issue, are evil laughs, uh, gargling on blood, and tires screeching, more or less. Um, this is also the first issue. I guess this volume is when we introduce kind of the letters from the author. Yeah, I'm glad you brought those up. These are really cool. Which I totally enjoyed because you get a real taste of where he's coming from, what his inspirations are, and how he got to kind of the world that he built in Sink Hill. A lot of great recommendations of movies and things you can check out too, right? This first issue um, recommends Manhunter. Uh, which is a Michael Mann film, Silence of the Lambs, Green Room, which we both saw and loved. Green. I recommend it. Yeah. And Blue Ruin, which we, I wasn't too familiar with, so I tried this trailer, and I'm pretty sure it's going to be on a watch list very soon. Um, 
But again, we're back in this world. Um, it's interesting so, with the second volume how much information now he's trying to build this world of Sinkhill into. I was just, I was just going to say something like that because in the first volume with the first five issues, very anthology. Like this happens and then this happens and then this happens and then this happens. And they're all kind of doing their own thing. There's a bit of crossover, but that's it. This, this next five issues, number six and number ten, in the second volume are building off what's previously there. So although we get a new character in this one, I don't even think we know her name. Um, some of the other issues, excuse me, are building directly off of things that happened in the first volume. And sometimes you don't even know it, which is, which is really, which is really cool. Which is insane. Yeah. Which is really cool. Cause I didn't even, I didn't even, I didn't even click until like it actually worked. It, it I didn't see that coming is, what I'm saying was some of the later issues. Anyways, this issue, a woman is being uh, converted by the clowns and she kind of gets away uh, at first. And you see how that develops because they chase her down. They don't, they don't give up on their prey. I was, no. I assumed I was in the impression that these clowns were kind of more nonchalant. Like once they start to get you, if you get away, it's like, man, whatever. No, they're they going, they're, cha- they're chasing they her going like, yeah, they, they put in work, right? Like yeah. they started putting the tags on there. Like, and I don't know if it's because, like, the rival gangs are going on here. Like, they just want the numbers. Because that kind of feeds into it at a certain, like, the last issue kind of. Must be. Helps circle everything together. Um, and that's its own weird issue. But there's, again, what we don't know, we have to fill in with our crazy imaginations. I, I kind of feel like the clowns feel like they're outnumbered and they need more vans on the street. Like, there's that one paneling. At the end you know, of the issue, though, it's just like, oh man, like it goes yeah. deeper than you thought it would go. That makes a lot of sense because they're really desperate to keep her mm-hmm. in their clutches, right? And we don't know who she is, but she's a fighter. And I, you know, she's got my respect for breaking away from the van, right? Yeah. Where it goes from there, it's kind of interesting. It's a fun read. I tried. That's just the first issue of all. That's just the first issue, yeah. And this, this. So we'll do what we did the first, the first time we did this, the, our first volume. We just kind of mentioned what every issue is about, and then we kind of go in a little bit. We don't give. We try not to get too much spoilers. Um, so that issue is about the woman trying to get away from the clowns. The second one is about the dickheads. Yeah, finally. <laughs> yeah, finally. Which is there's a member named. So in the you learn some more, like you said, there's more information. In this, so you learn that the dickheads are trying to get initiated into like made men. I guess they're right. called witnesses or whatever, and. Um, they have to do that before they turn 30. And to get initiated, you have to do something horrible yeah. to somebody else. It's, it's a, horrible or crazy. It's a complete R-rated, X-rated version of Danny from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle original movie, trying to get into the Foot Clan. Yeah, you're right, yeah. Because I have to bring that back, because in the first ish, the first episode of this, I guess, two-parter arc analysis, I tried to make the connection of Foot Clan and Putty Soldiers, because I, I couldn't figure out what these clans are. Like yeah. I haven't read anything that's this sadistic where there's more than one. Either there's just one crazy clan that yeah. rules everything, but there's nothing that's usually on par. But I was thinking about it, and it's kind of like uh, Clockwork Orange. It's like we're in that world where those guys, I wish I remember the name of whoever, um, Michael McDowell? Something McDowell. Uh, the lead character in that he rolls with a gang and they're kind of anarchists and they don't give a fuck. There's no rules. There's no sense to whatever they'll do. They'll do anything. Um, that's kind of this game. Like they're, they're fighting for a spot 
But I feel like the Spots just to survive this town. Yeah. And if they don't get initiated, they face something called uh, the... Was it the... Oh, man. I forget what it's called now. But they face this trial that nobody's ever come back from. And... The lead balloon is what it's called. Sorry, the oh. lead balloon. I wrote down. It's called the lead balloon, and I was like, "What is that?" Like nobody knows. Nobody's ever come back from it. And so Jordan's kind of a race against the clock between, but he's not a violent person. That's what I forgot to mention. He's in this gang, but he doesn't want to do bad things. So he's stuck between a rock and a hard place because his friend Emma, who is from the first volume, tries to help him do it without being too violent, and right. then he kind of goes from there. The ending is really cool in this. I was like, oh, because this issue circles back a few things. It circles back yes. Emma and it circles back something else. That mo- Like, how do I talk about it without talking about it? But you get to see inside of the thing that we never got to see inside. And I was like, oh, God. Yeah. Then I was like, oh, and then why the way it is? It's like, oh, okay. That's, yeah. that's interesting. Don't take that. That's not for public. Use. Yeah. I want to, <laughs> I want to, I want to talk. Like, we just talk about this, like, just. Let's. If we're gonna spoil one thing, let's let's spoil. So, so it brings back the murder bus. And oh it, my gosh, so good, so good, so cool. And it's like, oh, okay. Well, why is the murder <laughs> bus? They uh, a murder bus, and you you learn why there's so many dead bodies in it. Because the lead balloon trial is like, uh, okay. If we're gonna spoil one thing, we'll do this. It's kind of like a a bit of a fake out because they they do they basically you go to to meet Sai. And he kind of just, this, I guess he gives, he gives you the kiss of death. And it's kind of like, all right, good boy. Be on your way. And then when you come out, there's the bus drives by. And I guess the idea is that whoever's pure of soul is going to try and figure out where that bus is going, right? Or it's is somehow. It that, is that what you I don't know. That, that's kind of the impression I got. It's like whoever's like, if they're strong enough to get through that many years of the dickheads without converting to like violence. And they're going to be curious enough about the bus. Either that, or they just get picked up by it. I'm not quite sure, but it's just, it's. But a, there's so few people that have like got out unscathed in this world. Yeah, so I don't know, but it's a meat locker. It's basically <laughs> just a meat locker, right? So it's like how did? So that's nothing. They don't really fully answer. They just kind of set him up. There's the bus right on the bus's route, and then because when he does the trial thing, he's, I'm kind of like, how does nobody ever see these guys again? He just gives okay. them basically the kit, like I said. Kiss of death, right? Like I said earlier, and then just sends them on their way. And it's like, oh, so that's what happens to them. So that was really cool. That was really, really cool ending. I loved it. Um, yes, this is also um, and a, a change for this volume, which kind of takes away from it personally, is uh, not the letters because I still enjoy the letters coming from mm-hmm. uh, the author, but there's like these ancillary and kind of smaller little issues, like addendum issues that help kind of fledge out the world and build other characters that are in it, but it's not given the same care that we have with the main issues. It's not really a full comic. It's more like three or four pages, just trying to set the tone of like, well, if you go down this place, you may meet uh, the butcher or these other characters. It's also the artwork drastically changes. And I know the author was talking about, like he was letting different uh, artists try out these little, essentially auditioning uh, these little inserts to give a different feel for the book doesn't ruin the book for me but it just doesn't elevate it at all like the it letters i really yeah. enjoyed because in this issue he talks about city of god amazing movie if yeah. you've seen that he talks about uh get out it and the duel um as well as what's the last one? hereditary 
hereditary and then makes reference to Chu, which is a book yeah. that we talked about uh, that yeah. I still want to go back to. Um, my question for you is, I know the last issue I talked about, if you want to see this in a TV show, movie, or video game, is there any way that we could get just the murder bus in a movie? Yeah. And they just give us kind of a peek into what Sink Hill is? Yeah. Because the like, murder bus is, is around less than the fans. Yes. It only And it's just that weird driver that I, I don't know if he is a, I don't think he's a clown right he's just no. kind of like and then and then he's like this is bus full of just like <laughs> literally chopped liver like that like, dude must have the best healthcare what? ever to drive that van like no, imagine how, 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 how is this shit but like man. how is the city thriving like how is it making any money everything is corrupt yeah. and like blood in the streets like I have yet to see any sort of police sort of faction step nope. in but I do Shitting bricks if I was a cop. In is that we do see detectives in in one of the issues, and they just kind of they're so dirty that it's like they basically be they basically may be the clown. Yeah, because the next issue is about uh, Rohan Hardy. Graphite Green. Fan. What's that? Graphite the Graphite Green. Green. Yeah, which is it's just actually two parter, and I was like, oh, this is a two part. That's interesting. So seven or uh, eight and nine are two parter. Yes. Uh, it's about Rohan Hardy and his family. Uh, they're hostile. They're, they're living. They're Ira- They're Iraq, right? Ar- Iranian. Iranian. Okay, I can't remember. And Iraqian. It doesn't matter. It, that's Eastern, not important. What's What's important immig- is that new immigrants to yeah. Scotland, right? So they're having a hard time of kind of finding a home and kind of feeling uh, at peace with this world because it's a crazy world. Yeah, them and many others uh, are yeah having a hard time kind of finding footing. Especially when their hostel gets killed. So, you know, as soon as it does, it's kind of like this guy shows up and it's kind of like, hey. Yeah, I got a deal for you. Come and check out Graphite Green Estate. Oh, oh it's a great. And then they go, so they they, have, they don't really have a choice because they're down on their luck. And it seems amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, surface level. Like, there's amazing apartment. There's amenities. There's a ping pong table. Like, it's brand new built condos that they get to basically live in for free. I don't know if they figured out what the price, but anyway, it's too good to be true, too good to be true. And Rohan like figures that out long before, and he was like, "This is weird. Everybody's nice. This is this is strange. Like yeah. what? Especially that one neighbor. Yeah, the one neighbor is really really nice, and he's kind of like, "Nah, this is this is messed up." Because he's a cab driver, so he he drives at night, and then he comes back in the night after being treated like shit. And after his job, he comes home, and everybody's super super nice. Like something doesn't fit. It was such an interesting insight to have him as a cab driver to understand. Like, you get to see kind of the underbelly of whatever that city is. You're getting people at their lowest or best or worst yeah. as a cab driver and see how they treat you, right? So coming there from an immigrant, there's a lot of paneling talking about, like, go back to your own country and, like, all yeah. this aggression that he's taking. And you can just see it wearing on his face when he gets angry and angrier with the world that he's now stuck in trying to make it better for his family, a better life for his family. It was, I thought it was, like, an amazing sort of intro into – his life yeah, and, and probably it, what a lot of immigrant drivers may have to go through Uber yeah. drivers uh what's the other one called lift drivers taxi lift, drivers. Yeah. um and and so you could tell right off the bat right off the bat that something's weird about this place even as a reader it's like this is way too too convenient too clean too clean but yeah if something seems too good to be true it almost always is nine times out of ten yeah, it's always so, and it turns out that it is too. But it's it's basically because it's a two parter. We'll give out that it's basically a death trap, and they send um this organized group sends 
four killers into the into the midst and whoever it's like a game show whoever kills more the most amount of civilians in there wins the game i wasn't even gonna give that away like i thought that was like, yeah. amazing but there's even more twist on top of yeah that. i was gonna uh, that's all i was gonna say fair enough um and i don't want to like again this is one of my favorite letters from the author because he talks about what his initial thoughts of what this issue was going to be mm-hmm. when he was calling it schemers and what he worried it wanted to go and then what he turned it into but the three movies that he recommends are all all great for i think it's 80s 80s and then aughts for when they came out um i'm not gonna reveal them here because i feel like it just gives away what the oh, comic yeah. is about yeah. um but i love those movies and then they talked about uh two other films after one from quentin tarantino and one that has what's his name he plays loki hiddleston hiddleston and again i don't want to give it up but i would recommend that hiddleston movie as well because that you're it's not what you're expecting and that's what this issue these two issues turn into what's really cool about these like um addendums i guess you want to call them i don't know the what he ever the 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 bookends that he writes about his influences for the issue stuff is really really cool because it gives you a whole new perspective on the issue that you read his writing style um it just kind of reframes some things and it's like oh that's cool i did notice that or i did notice this or it's like oh i should check this out now i like when i like when authors do this i think there should be more of it because it kind of gives you an idea Sam Keith is really good about this too. It wasn't quite as detailed, but it, you know, remember the, the the letters in the back of the Max stuff. It's yeah, right, right. Yep. you got all this information, and you kind of just get to see different sides of the creators, and it's it does change the context of some things in your books, and it makes it more uh, complex, right? Yeah, it, it, it definitely gives you another layer. Sam Keith was completely different in the fact that like he built a whole other set of. He built a community off people's yeah. interpretations and kind of what they were going through with their traumas and stuff like this. This one really gives you an insight into the thought process of what this world is and the inspirations around it, which is amazing because I just, as I kept reading these issues, I couldn't wait to get to his movie recommendation list and what he was inspired by to see like, oh, I've seen this. I know exactly what he's talking about. I'm like, oh, that's the movie I was thinking about when I read this. But going into the ninth issue of this, it is so much fun because it's almost like the ownership is given back to the ones that thought they were didn't have the ownership and the descent again we can't talk about it the, the way that we, we like we're gonna have to do like a spoilers arc analysis where we just give away oh I mean, we can do that right now we can give away everything if well, you really want I, to it's I, our show I, we can I, I don't i'll give away do I want to give away the last issue? The last issue is so funny. Last issue is amazing. Well, last issue. Okay, so we can skip eight and nine are are two parter, right? And they kind of wrap up. They don't wrap anything up really. No. They just they 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 just no. kind of. I shouldn't. I don't know what I'm trying to say here. But they they they, they, they feel this, in place. They complete. Yeah. Well, they, they complete this mission. Like there's always like and missions not the right word. They complete this night or like this this day or like this week. And it seems like each character is just trying to survive the next night, the next day, the next week, yeah. right? And if you can, you learn a little about yourself, you gain some skills, but you're not the same. Like anyone that survives is definitely not the same person they were yesterday, let alone what they had to do when they had to pick up that thing in order to make it. Because sooner or later, everyone gets right on them, right? And man, oh, such a sink. Yeah. And then issue 10 is a bit of an epilogue, really. Yes. 
it's very standalone. It it does have the gangs in it, right? Uh, how can I say this without being? This one's treated with. It's, humor. It's, it's, it it isn't tied to anything except for some of the gangs. But what it's full of emotions, understanding, yeah. excitement, <laughs> and bed bugs. And again, I did not see what their bed bug was. I thought it was going to be something else. And thinking of this world, that would have been crazy in itself. But their yeah. bed bug. Because the issue is called bed bug, which is yes. And you find out what the bed bug is, and you go, never would have guessed that. And it's such Never. a tongue-in-cheek, but it's like almost like a romantic comedy. Which it is romantic comedy, about. yeah. And he said if he had more time, he would have fleshed out more of like what they were going through in their first meeting. Because the, the, these two characters kind of coming out of divorces and broken relationships and seeing if they can believe in love again. And little do they know, they have they share a similar kink. I think I can say that much. And from there... Well, let's let's read. I'll read what um, there. I'll read the description for it that uh, uh, that Mister Lee's left for us. Graphite or um, what they left for us at, to 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 read about it, and it is a love story, sync style. Following their respective divorces, Luis and Kieran are taking their first tentative steps back into the world of dating. After a lovely dinner, Luis invites Kieran back to her place. There's just one problem. Luis lives in Sink Hill. Will this turn out to be the first date from hell? That's it. Yeah. Question mark. Yeah. And the one movie that he talks about, um, which I saw the trailer for, and I'd probably give it a shot, is The Night of the Virgin. So Yeah, was- that's man, that's crazy. I read I saw I read everything he said about that. Sorry, I just yes. butted right in there, but I was Go like, for it. what is this? Yeah. He talks the about the baby steps it takes yes. to I didn't watch the trailer, no. Check that out. Uh um, I don't know if we're not going to link it. If you hear it, no. go check out that trailer. Um, we're, we're around spooky time, so it makes sense. Um, but you can kind of see the beats that he's playing towards in that film that he's doing with this. So, man, um, this run it's was a Spanish a, film, right? Yes. And usually when it's an international film, they it's ball to the wall. They don't really care about any sort of rules that. No. Make them hate it. Uh, it's one of those movies that either people are walking out of or they have to see how it ends. It's so crazy. Which is kind of sync. You're either walking out after the first issue, like, I can't handle this shit. Or you're like, how does this end? So the sad thing is we only have the, these two volumes, right? Like, the, There's no more yeah. sync that we know of. Yeah. But man, like, I, I, I still want more of this world. I feel yeah. like he hasn't even scratched the surface with all the stuff he's been doing. No. No, there's a lot more. There's a lot more to explore here because you could just make this go on for almost ever, really, with the amount of characters you bring in, and and time doesn't seem to play a place here. Like because some some issues happen out of order, and they're this way and that way, and it doesn't really matter. It all works together, and it's it's a really cool world that they've crafted here together. It's kind of Pulp Fiction, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, it's good to put it. Uh, again. We rate this out of. <laughs> oh, no, I was gonna say yeah. So we rate these on a good or bad basis. Good being boom. Bad being bah, and whoosh being... What did I just read? It's a boom, man. Yeah, have we ever read a second volume and given it a lesser score than the first one? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know, because we we've only done a handful of second volumes, haven't we? And usually we only read the second volume because we enjoyed the first one. Mm, like, this that's cheating, isn't reading. it? So we got so we got to read the second volume something we didn't like, is what you're saying. I don't know. we got to push through to see if it gets better. We should do that. Let's let's. I'll go back and see what we didn't like, and we'll we'll do a second volume. You know where we're going. We're going back to Shadowland. <laughs> no, we're not doing. God damn it! 
This is um, um, avoiding the easy boom. This is a boom. Uh, read the whole 10 issues if you can because it flows amazingly. Uh, we have nothing but high things to say. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be looking for how to find a way to bring this back because we want more of it. And if you're like me who didn't like the very first issue, push through, man. The second issue is going to is going to grab you. Even if you read nine issues of like, oh, this was too too hard, you want to know what the bed bug is in the tenth issue. You want to know what the bed bug is. The tenth issue will reward you for a bed bug. And it's is it's dark, but it's funny. And then I mean, you get the clown at the end. The clown finally gets the remote. And bed bug. The cloud. Yeah, when he's like, "Where's the TV? Where's the TV?" I knew exactly what was. That was so funny. I knew it was gonna happen as soon as the. I was like, "What's the TV?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah." Anyways, no more of that. Same thing, baby. Sink.